Welcome to the After the Fact Podcast with your hosts, Luke Matthews. So I don't know that it's, I don't know that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I just said I don't know like 15 times in a row. Christina Peck. It's just not my kind of geeks, so it's terrifying. Patrick Manning. (laughs) That's the difference between the two. We can have 10-year-olds knowing what alcohol is. And Mike DiPatrillo. This is about video games. This podcast is about video games. Video games. All right, you guys ready to go? Yep. Yep. All right, welcome to episode 20 of the After the Fact podcast. Uh, yeah, 20. Um, then why do you have episode I'm, 13 on Because I forgot to change it. Good job. I was using the episode 13 agenda to make this one, and I forgot to change it. But I'll do it now just so that it makes you happy, Shoop. Well, I particular about two it, zero there that's you, not you the okay? right episode number on the computer screen that i'm looking at why is <laughs> what can't you change that i don't it doesn't make any sense i'm very confused okay I'm very confused. all right uh i am your host luke matthews i am here with uh patrick manning hi and matt shoop what's up today uh a key absence what's up, christina unfortunately <laughs> christina unfortunately is not feeling well this weekend so she was unable to record uh we all wish her the best and hope she gets better soon yeah, she has an extreme throat frog yeah. problem right now, and I wouldn't want to go through that. It sounds yeah, it really terrible. sounds terrible because she says she she keeps posting to Facebook that she's getting worse, and, it, and oh my that God. really really sucks. So uh, that is the reason why we are not doing Haunting Starring Poltergeist for this episode, because mm-hmm. that is basically her pick, and uh, I definitely want her to be here for it. So uh, we called an audible on Friday and decided to go with Toe Jam and Earl. Um, so that's what we'll be talking about later. Uh, but to start off, let's go around the room like we usually do and talk about what we're playing. What are you guys playing? Uh, we'll start with Pat, because he'll be short, apparently. Yeah, I, man, I have not had any time to do any serious gaming, because, you know, it's the end of the summer, and it's been, well... Wanting to go outside while when, it's still warm. still nice out, yeah. Um, plus, it just moved and just kind of getting getting used to living in Seattle instead of the east side. Um, but yeah, uh, I just recently started Final Fantasy VII on my Final Fantasy kick that I'm going through right now. Like, been playing Final Fantasy V and I put that down for a bit so I can start seven because I've never finished it. I know. <laughs> I like these games; they're fun. And then uh, I also got a new laptop, so you know. Given new laptops, I have to get. Really I like the games. I'm gonna have to go back to the Final Fantasy IV episode where you like bitched about Final Fantasy IV and how much you didn't like it. I don't so. like it still. I like five and okay. seven, <laughs> the odd number ones. I don't like eight, but I like nine. Anyway, um, and then I also been playing this PopCap game called Insane Aquarium. It kind of predates uh, predates Peggle and Plants vs Zombies and all those other ones. And basically, you just drop fish into a tank feed the fish, fish shit money, pick up the money, buy more fish, feed more fish, get better stuff, and then aliens <laughs> come in and try to eat your fish, and then you try to keep them alive. The and then fish you, shit money, that's uh, yeah, spectacular. Then, oh, excuse yeah, me. It's really nice. a game of economics, Thank not you. really about Welcome. fish. So, you think? Green tea ginger ale, man, that's what that'll do to you. Yeah. Oh, it's anyway, so good. Matt, what are you playing? 
Uh, actually, recently broke up with a girl, so I've had lots of time to play video games. I've been hiding in my room. <laughs> uh, my roommates have been making fun of me for how many video games I've been playing. Sorry, Sid Meier is Yeah, calling. well, your roommates are douchebags, so uh, that doesn't really not, hold any weight with not playing. Not uh, all of them are douchebags. <laughs> they care about me. All right, anyway. Not all of them. I like But that. Video, games are, video games is a spectacular way to recover from a breakup. Yes. That is a spectacular way, and it's a healthy way to recover from a breakup, <laughs> despite what people may think. Escape from reality. It's always fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, so the thing you got written up there, Civ Five, is probably the one I want to talk about the most. Civ Five, uh, as everybody knows, just came out, and I'm trying. As I was driving over here today, I was trying to think of whether or not it's better uh, than the other Civs, and I, I'm not going to say that it's better or worse. I think it's very, very different. They've done a lot of things that have improved it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. Uh, they changed the grid so that it's no longer on squares, but a hex map, which is a radically improved. So gameplay. I'm going to make you pause for a sec, just yes. so that I can I can uh, the the background noise from upstairs is is coming down pretty thick, and I just wanted to let everybody know that we've got people upstairs watching Dark City right now. That's why there's so much noise in the background and why so there's so much dramatic music. But uh, that's probably no, going to keep going for the show because there's a bunch of people in my get house your right blood now. Pumping while you're uh, yeah. listening to this. Dramatic why is it so important? Invigorating. Jeez. <laughs> just talking about civilization. Jesus, dramatic. Excited. I'm taking the. Taking them from wielding sticks to outer space. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. Anyway. Um, the uh, I, okay. So combat is better because you can no longer stack and have thirty units on on one particular one spot, so you can decimate the other opponents. Uh, you, everybody and you have to use tactics and, and flanking and strategy for the tact for the attacks. And then you also have to do uh, for culture. There's no longer religion. There's you're just using your culture to take over other cultures. But there um, is like a like a religion thing that was like j- just general, like a general religion, like element of it, but it's not like a different religions or anything like that. Right. There's like that. no longer Christianity versus Buddhism versus Muslim. That, that sucks. That, <laughs> there's a lot of people who are angry about that, but it, it actually didn't work very well with the last. You mean to tell me that I can't tell my entire civilization to be pissed off about somebody building a mosque? Right. Damn it. I'm sure there'll be a patch later on. <laughs> <laughs> there will probably be a patch later on. Anyway, I uh, really enjoyed it. Really, I've beaten the game one way. Just about finished it the other way. It takes. It took me a good 24 hours to beat it just the first Holy way. Holy Easiest setting. So I'm on the second, the most difficult setting, and it's taking me a long effing time. Have you played against anybody yet? Have I've not like played against anybody. I've that's played where the real fun is. Somebody against on Civ two. I've actually never really enjoyed playing turn-based games versus other people because it takes so effing long oh, yeah. in turn-based games. Uh, so Civ Five, probably the main game I'm playing. Still playing StarCraft Two whenever my friends ask me to play. Really, really enjoy that. Need to play it more. Um, and something I've been very happily surprised to find is the online Flash games. Uh, been, I've always played a lot of those. Some uh, websites that I want to uh, to populate to market to advertise yeah um congregate.com uh jaysgames.com armorgames.com all of those places have lots of really amazing games Play, just trying to find flash them. games are getting pretty good nowadays oh it's yeah. some of them are just we're just trash you know like that little spider-man flash game made with like yeah, MS paint. yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I'll admit I played that. And then, like, there's some like you said. There's like some like zombie survivor game that you've been playing. Zombies, uh, zombie RTS type of game that is just and so insanely hard. Of. Survivor. Uh, just type in Survivor on Congregate. You'll find it. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the highest rated RTSs they got on there. Uh, 
I think the reason why I love it so much is because it's a logistics game. I always love games that focus on building the best economy possible. And oh, if I can do God. that, then I, I'm awesome. I always really enjoy economic games. Wow, you guys love have like games. the exact opposite tastes in video games as I do. Like Pat's over here talking about wanting to play all the Final Fantasy games, which bore the living shit out of me. Love our love those. I don't know why. I have no idea. I should hate these kinds of games. Final like, Fantasy is awesome. Like, as far as what makes a good game good, those games do not have those parts <laughs> in them at all. And yet, I'm I'm have a genuine interest in playing them. So yeah, it's kind of weird. And and I I played the last Civ game I played was Civ three I think and I've tried I tried to like them because everybody talks about how awesome they are and how engrossing they become when you know just trying to build like you said build your civilization from from stick wielding cavemen to you know some future outer space thing and I just it's just bored the living snot out of me because the the problem that I I had with Civ three anyway and I don't know if this is true of the newer games but when I tried to play it all ends up boiling down to combat. Like you never, you can't, you can't build your civil, you can't build a peaceful civilization. It's just not possible. You can't do it every advance, time. I love it. You can't advance really? through politics. Yep. Really? Like it seemed exceedingly difficult to advance through politics. Hence why he plays whereas, it on the easiest difficulty. Like you yep. try and advance exactly. through politics and eventually some other more aggressive civilization just comes in and decimates you. Yeah. And I just can't, like, I just could never get into it. I always um, like those kind of risk-type games where you're like, okay, here's a huge chunk of land, take over all of it in any way possible. Yeah. And you just sort of, like, sweep over it and make some sort of globalist... See, that's the thing, is I like government. those kind of games in a board game fo- in a board game style mm-hmm. when I'm playing with people around a table. But yeah. when I'm playing, like, by yourself. like by, by yourself against a computer, it just does not interest me that's at why, all. That's why I really like Dragon Force on the Saturn. I am still hunting for a copy of that. Um, because that's what that is in a like an atlas RPG kind really? of style. Yeah, and and you like take over different armies and they have different strengths and weaknesses. Like you can have a bunch of like dragon people or you can have a bunch of Icarus people. Dude, you, know? you should have gone to Portland Retro, man. I know There's I probably could have found one. Shit ton of Saturn games there. I know it sucks. So I stopped by uh, Pink Gorilla the other day and looked for it, and I just went through their ugh. their standard games. And, Even ugh. if you found it, they would probably charge you like had, 100 bucks for it. They had Panzer Dragoon uh, RPG, uh, the Japanese version, for 20 bucks. It's because it's easy to get in Japanese version. I guess so. Like, yeah, my two that I've been focusing on are Professor Layton 2, because, and I'm playing two because we just bought. I just bought three for Christina. Is that right, Luke? <laughs> yeah. Have you solved the puzzle? <laughs> Professor! <laughs> Like yeah, I, <laughs> I'm really getting pissed off at those commercials. <laughs> really pissed. I, uh, Are they doing like a media blitz on it now? Yes. Oh my god. Of, the commercial is a little weird too. Like it's like um, it, it doesn't really tell you what the game is which is kind of a shame because the games are actually really fun um especially if you like logic puzzles they're pretty cool the only problem that i have with them is they tend to be way too many slide puzzles uh, mm-hmm. which i hate slide puzzles with a passion yeah. but the actual logic puzzles that they have in there are actually really cool um the ones with the matchsticks i could never figure the fuck out really those they're are like, the ones that i like the make best. five boxes out of four i'm like yeah oh, God. <laughs> I like those ones, and I like the the weird mathematical ones, and then and then there's always the one where it's like, uh, Billy says 
this happened, and Junie said this happened, and Joey oh. says this. One of them is lying. Which one is it? Those you are know, cool. It's like, those are really cool. I, I like to, those puzzles. I used to have an old Commodore 64 text-based game called Grungy Towers that was exactly that. Really? It was basically like single-player Clue where you'd go around to all these different rooms in a mansion that was randomly generated each mm-hmm. time. And there was a murder, and you have to figure out who's lying, and you have to find out who knew where someone was at the time and it was really fun you just like read through them all and you make just like i was just pages and pages of notes yeah like writing all these like it was like okay so these people are in this house now and these persons but you had a certain number of turns before that person escaped huh and so and also if you accused the wrong person you'd lose you know interesting and it would take i mean it could take hours you know, depending that actually on sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I, I've been waiting for some sort of similar remake of that, and I, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing Professor Layton's kind of a fill-in game that's pretty cool. I can play it whenever I want. You mm-hmm. know, I just jump in, wander around a little while, do two or three puzzles, and then back out. Like, so that's kind of my time filler game. Because, like I said, I bought the third one for my wife, and I've never finished the second one. I finished the first one, um, and then my focus on, on the last probably two or three weeks has been infamous um, because I'm trying to go for a platinum trophy in mm-hmm. that game. Like I had played all about halfway through it once and then never finished it yeah. and decided to go back. And this time I'm actually going to focus on finishing it and getting a platinum trophy. And just like, I've been wanting to focus more on gaming lately. So isn't that such a weird phenomenon? You're like, I have to get this thing that epitomizes that I've, I've conquered all this game has to offer. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, I didn't just beat it once. I've, freaking did everything yeah yeah and i've i've been that way with games in the past right like uh the, i think the first time i can really 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 truly remember being hardcore like 100 percenter on a game was the first jack and daxter mm. um like there were there were games in the past that i had beaten but like i never really felt like going and collecting every little thing until jack and daxter at which point i finished it with 101 percent, where you find all the precursor orbs and find every little bitty thing in the game um and then since then i've done that a lot like the ratchet and clank games i think ratchet and clank 2 which would have been going commando i uh um i completed 100 percent completion got all the gold bolts like max upgraded every weapon in the game like went to it took me like three run-throughs i think the only game i've ever ever done that on was uh mario brothers Super Mario World. Yeah, <laughs> Christina's done that on Mario World as well. Like yeah. she's done pretty it's much pretty hard. Some, that game. Some of the the one the, of the water levels, this like on the soap bridge or whatever it is, it's really hard. Yeah, and it was just God. It took forever, but yeah. eventually did it. Infamous is is awesome. Like the gameplay is so good, but man, you get toward the end of that game and the fucking writing is so bad. Oh really? Oh, it gets so bad. There's there's. Go ahead. What? Oh, I was, I was just, just saying, I kind of had this similar experience where I only got like halfway through it because I was doing my evil playthrough and I was just like, yeah, you know, yeah. I always do that with games. I'm always the bad guy right off the bat. Sure. Always. It's, it's, it's actually, if it gives you a choice, I'm going to be the bad guy because every game lets you be the good guy almost always. Yeah, but, and, that, and that particular game makes you feel really shitty for being the bad guy. You in a suck lot of the life too. out of people. Yeah, I know. It's and awesome. then And then like every decision you make, like somebody is just basically putting you down and making you feel like shit for making that decision like the whole time like trish is like ragging on you the whole fucking game and then like and um but there's this part like that i got to where um there's a point in the game where and again spoilers who cares uh 
been out for almost a year. Right? Yeah, oh, more than that, like two and a half. It's been really? out. For, yeah, it's been out for a long time, like two years, I think, because uh, Infamous Two is coming out in the beginning of next year. So. That's true. But um, there's a point in the game where you, um, the the main bad guy is a guy named Kessler. Yeah. And you are you have just finished a mission, and then you get this call from Kessler, and he he's telling you, well, I've bombs in various locations in the city and you need to go disarm them and uh that whole string of dialogue is so bad because he's like um first of all the the whole concept of it is like i've i've dropped bombs in these locations and this is a test and you need to you know it's a test to find out how good you are and you need to go disarm them before they go off and then there's one particular line where he's like everyone has a part to play even trish that's why she's sitting right here next to me. I'm like, that was the dumbest fucking line <laughs> in that entire game. It's just, and then from that point forward, the the dialogue just goes down and gets worse and worse and worse. Maybe they but, had a maybe the the writer just quit up and quit. And they're like, they grab one of their programmers who's reading comic books. And he's like, I read a lot of comic books, so you can finish this story. And then yeah. Then, just kind of tanked at that point. Yeah, so I mean, the gameplay is so good that it makes up for it. Now that now that I can just laugh at the dialogue, but yeah, I'm probably no. Let's set us up the bomb. Kind of. uh, yeah, <laughs> I probably put I've probably put twenty five or thirty hours into it already. I'm probably maybe three quarters of the way through my first run through. My second run through is not going to take nearly as long because I'm going to try and get all the. Like, there's blast shards and dead drops, which are the collectible things that you can get. And I'm trying fetch to try, yeah, fetch missions and collectibles that are just because it's an open world game, so these things are just kind of littered around the world. Yeah. Um, and I'm going like to try to get it was set up where it was like, you know, you, you take over a little chunk of the city. Exactly. And it's got that risk element to it. And which I think that's what really turned me on about the game is, is it was just like, okay, I need to take over this whole spot. And I actually did that. Like mm-hmm. the first third of the game was like, I gotta get every spot. They're like, you can move on. I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna go and yeah. <laughs> there's a point I found out. There's a point where the game just doesn't let you do it anymore, and it's like you need to go do some story yeah. missions. So and it's like go do some story missions, and then and then you can come back to this later. Yeah. Um. And that's where that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've done the I've, I'm collecting the blast shards and stuff, and I'm gonna try and do that on my first run through so that my second run through will be faster. Would um, you have to beat it on like the hardest difficulty too. Uh. Yeah. That's gonna be my last. Um. I, I'm what. I'm probably going to do is do the hard difficulty and the evil run through simultaneously because I don't have to worry about pedestrians when I'm evil. Right. Mm. And that's one of the things that makes the, like playing it's harder to play the game on as a good guy. Oh yeah. Cause you, every time you accidentally kick or shock a, a pedestrian, then you have to go you, make up you for have it to go make up for it or whatever. Whereas if I'm evil, I don't give a shit. I can blow up anything. I can just do mass explosions yeah. and stuff and, and it doesn't really matter. So I'm, I'm, um, I think I'm going to do the hard difficulty evil run through at the same time. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's what I'm playing. I'm, I, I'm been focusing on that. I, I played a shit ton of, of haunting starring Polter guy. And then we ended up having to axe it. So I spent the last two days kind of, uh, cramming on on toe jam, and I didn't even play toe jam very much yesterday. I played mm. it, I uh, played it some, and I, and then I played a bunch of two player today with with Shoop, and so I played a, a bunch like last week. Actually, I think that's why I suggested it. Yeah, because I had a friend over, and 
you're like what do you have on your Wii? And I was like, I got Toe Jam and Earl. And he's like, oh yeah, fuck. Let's play yeah, it. So. I need to try out Insane Aquarium now that I've heard you describe it. it looks. It, you said it predates Peggle? I think so. Like it came out before? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out before Peggle. It's been out for about two years. I remember playing it back Oh, longer than that. I, when I was working at the office. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like one of the first like real hardcore pop cap games, if you can call pop cap games hardcore. I think they are. I mean... They're, it's weird. It's like... They're casual, but they're pretty... I mean, this game gets pretty hard Yeah. after a while. Like, I don't see Mom playing that far into this game, you know? Really? Oh, no, it's... It, well, Peggle's kind of the same way, too, because there's... Especially if you start trying to get all, like, the little achievement trophy, oh, like the whatever million the fuck points. you call it. Yeah, like, trying to get all of those little things in Peggle is, yeah. is so fucking hard. But it's fun. That's where all the fun is. It's yeah. not just playing through the game. It's all the challenges. Well, and what's, in, what's insane about Peggle, to me, is the fact that there are people on the net who've actually sat down and figured out like the perfect angles for everything like uh, the perfect way to beat every single level oh, and really? every single challenge so you can go online and they'll tell you exactly where you need to put your shots and how they'll bounce and everything it's so try some of that out. fucking nuts yeah <laughs> that'd be fun yeah so I, I mean I, unlock some sort of like code where you can see the exact position of your your shot you know like give yeah. it an actual value so you're just like you need to be at 98 here and then 12 over here <laughs> yeah, I don't know the other thing that I wanted to touch on before we started talking about Toe Jam and Earl was uh, they the Nintendo press conference in Japan. They finally announced the 3DS. They gave the details, the price, everything. It's going to start at twenty five thousand yen in Japan, which is around three hundred bucks. Um, the, all of the all details. All I got to say about that is, psh- yeah. <laughs> shit. Anyway, I don't think it's going to be three hundred in the states. No, like I don't think nothing because so even when the DSi released, it was more expensive in Japan than it was in the states. So, yeah. which is funny because that's what a- Adam Dorsey posted to his Twitter that made me laugh, where he's like, um, "They haven't even released the U.S. price point for the 3DS yet, so everybody just needs to calm the fuck down." <laughs> it's like because everybody's going ape shit over that three hundred dollar price point, which. It was kind of understandable if it was coming Did out. Did you at see the games for it though? Yeah, I saw some Holy of the stuff. Holy fuck! Yeah, the Dead or Alive and the Resident Evil game. Yeah, oh, that's a like that's a handheld game. Like I can't. It looks really fucking sweet, yes. and uh, I'm. I mean, I don't know how much I would pay for it. Like I wouldn't pay three hundred. I don't think. Uh, I'm. I, I'm on the fence at two fifty. Uh, that one's. That's the point. That's my tipping point. I think where I'm like. Maybe, maybe not. Um, it's got Street Fighter and Dead or Alive on there. I'm sold. Yeah, they announced. <laughs> they they also announced the fact that you can transfer all your DSiWare purchases over, and they're going to have a lot of downloadable content for it. So, I mean, the, the system just looks fucking cool. Yeah, and that's, it's, that's good because uh, I've got a lot of DSi yeah. games now. Yeah, so do I. Are you alive over there, Shoop? I have nothing to add to the 3DS. I don't know anything about it. You don't know anything? You've not paid any attention at all? No idea what's going on with it. Okay. It's awesome. It seems awesome, anyway. I once saw some bullshit that you were talking about. (laughs) I have nothing more to add. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Looks cool. Uh, They're putting... uh, Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color games on there. That's pretty sweet. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gonna. Hey, you know what? Ninja Five O. I God, I want to play that so bad again. I want my Golden Sun games and then mm-hmm. the new Golden Sun game, like all in one place. Yes, thank That'd you. That'd be pretty cool. Because I have a DSi, which is um, like I can't play Golden Sun on my DSi because I don't have a fucking Game Boy slot. Nope. But now that they're making them downloadable, that's gonna be cool. So yeah, let's uh, just hope they pick the right games. You know. 
Yeah, I'm still disappointed when I, when I saw the announcement for the Star Fox game that it's just going to be a remake of Star Fox 64. I'm still and then the a little Ocarina disappointed. Remake that everybody's freaking jizzing their pants over. The Ocarina remake, I'm actually not that bothered by as long as it's actually a remake. Like if they if they make better graphics, make it look cooler, you know, add that 3D element. Maybe if they if they're just porting it. Mm, yeah. Meh. Yeah, I'm not but, excited about any ports or anything like that. I want to see like original games on yeah. there that that aren't just like, oh, hey, look, it looks better. The Kid Icarus game still looks fucking awesome. Fuck yeah! Like all the stuff that I've seen on that, it looks great. Although his voice is kind of grating, but eh. whatever. I I don't listen to voices in video games. I know. Anymore. It doesn't. It's it like, looks they've... nothing like the original Kid Icarus, though. Is the thing. It has looks like it has nothing to do with it. It's just like a fucking rail shooter. Or something like that. I, see, I can't I didn't, even tell I didn't get what the it impression. Is. Like I got the I got the impression that you could. It was like full flying movement. Like you could do whatever Who you want. Who knows? But still, it doesn't have to be like the original. The original was just weird, like platform puzzler. When they're trying to figure out fucking, what video yeah, games were. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I I I'm I can't wait to see it come out. It's coming out in March in the states i think something, something like they, i don't like, think they've given it a defendant it was like date. beginning of next year sometime yeah. was the uh was the official like annou- whatever announcement so we'll see um, we'll see uh, i will probably be replacing my dsi at that point and uh i'm gonna keep mine and then just as soon as <laughs> just in case just in case what I, just in <laughs> case your 3ds explodes like <laughs> i don't know I, you know damn well christine is gonna buy one I'm going to get one. Um, and I'm going to get one. You're going to get one. Shoop is apparently becoming possessed by the devil over here. Yeah. He doesn't care. Are you going to get one? He doesn't nope. care. And when you guys get that, I'll get a DS and off cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell you my DSi for super cheap. There you So, Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam. Uh, this is a game that I have never played before, honestly. I, wow. I hadn't played it until we decided to do it on the show. Um, I came home and found out after we, we talked. So, we, we had originally, like I said, we were originally going to do uh, Haunting Starring Poltergeist. And then we um, I called Pat and we were like, uh, Christina's out, so we need to come up with a show. And, and Pat just kind of off the cuff suggested toe jam and earl i came home and found out it was already on my system which is cool i think i think it was one of the games that when i bought my wii used that was one of the games that was already on it um this game this game i never played it as a kid and i find it very difficult to classify what kind of game this is Um, it's a it's a homie game it's a game you play with your homies (laughs) it's it's true yeah it's it's, it's like a weird adventure, like dungeon crawler kind of, oh, it, like yeah, <laughs> bullshit generator. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's interesting. Um, so I'll try and describe it for people who've never played it before. It's like uh, it, it's you can play it one of two ways. There is there is a fixed level version of it where you've got. Um, normal levels imagine uh it's like an isometric walk around kind of diablo style like view and uh you can either play it with fixed levels or randomly generated levels and the point of the game is you are a pair of of alien rappers who have crash landed on earth and you're trying to find all of the parts to your spacecraft so you can leave um yep. and, and you run into earthlings that are 
fucking ridiculous. Right. I, I don't think Earth would be a good description of where we're. That's crashed. where you're. Earth. It's that's what the game says. Yeah. It's supposed you're to be on Earth. Earth, and these are Earthlings. They don't say humans. They say Earthlings, which is why you have gophers with light hats and uh, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, and like crazy a big dentists. swarm of bees and random other you know, demons, devils for some reason, and Fucking cupids. Guy at, driving a ice cream truck, yeah, <laughs> um, which makes the most frightening sound ever. Just like one <laughs> single horn. <laughs> as yeah. soon as it appears and then it's randomly generated levels at least that's one way you can play and you're basically do, trying to do two things you're trying to find the elevator to the next level and and if you're on a level that has a piece of your starship you have to find the piece of the starship and you run around the level you pick up presents that are like your power ups and items that you can use and which makes no fucking sense whatsoever but then none of this game makes any sense at all which is great <laughs> one of the reasons i like it it does it doesn't have to make any sense. It's just crazy. It's as fuck. totally crazy. Like Toe Jam is a three, a skinny, three-footed, one-eyed, like Backwards thing. Hat wearing. And then Earl is this big bling. globulous dude in a pair of boxer shorts that constantly falls down randomly. Like he just walking along and randomly his shorts fall down and uh, picks it back up and he flushes. Like, yeah. Which um, can totally fuck you over if you're being chased by something. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. If you f- so there's a lot of there's a lot of exploration in the game where you're trying to find the elevator, and there there'll be times where you can only get to certain parts of a lower level by going up a level and then traversing that level and then falling and or then, getting a, a, the right present so you can like get uh, like these Icarus wings and you can fly around. Yeah, and so or you can jump from one platform to the other because you don't you can't really jump in this game. No, unless no, you, you have a power up. Yeah, and get like rocket shoes, rocket skates, or the or the the uh, spring shoes, spring shoes, or the jamming high tops. Yeah, and that's and, the, uh, the the problem with this game though is when you pick up the presents, you don't know what it is until you use it. Right. And once you have used one though, yeah. it shows up in your list from that point forward. Like every time you pick up the same power up, it'll show up in your list. Once from you that pick point that forward. one present that scrambles them all. Yeah. yeah all <laughs> We've done that. Which is another a bunch of times. One of the most awful sounds you could hear is just like this the beginning of a of an action scene in a movie. <laughs> For a second, it's like bring yeah. and you see them all shuffle and you're like Fuck. <laughs> the sound um, effects in this game are awesome because it d- literally sounds like the guy that created the game just sat down with a microphone and recorded them all like yeah bring you know and like yeah. blah, 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 yeah. you know <laughs> the, the the mailbox like you can yeah. find these mailboxes <laughs> where you can where you could find you could buy like different presents if you want if you have money because you'll just find money just laying around yeah and uh bucks bucks yeah and then you'll you'll actually like walk up to the mailbox but there's an evil mailbox that will just hit you like nine times in a row because it's <laughs> so much faster than you and there's no hit stun or anything like that it's just like you get hit one after the other yeah the combat yeah. in the game is interesting because for the first probably three or four levels that you're in the game there really isn't any combat because you haven't picked up any weapons of any kind which come in the form of tomatoes yeah. um <laughs> that you can throw at shit like or or rose bushes yeah, the rose bushes what? make no sense at all. Yeah, it was like ill-conceived, which you can hurt yourself on. Yeah. yeah. There's presents that will hurt both you and Earl like um so you you just you open it up and all of a sudden you're dead. Uh, yeah. Meh. yeah, that sucked. That really sucked. Like finding that present that just killed us automatically. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for... Yeah, they're like, "Hey, you try to beat this game, but we just killed you randomly." <laughs> yeah, you this feel game is like your fault. <laughs> somehow you do yeah. and I don't understand like, it. Like, I knew shit. I should have picked oh. that one 
I shouldn't have picked the uh, random thing that I didn't know what it did because I don't know what anything that I've got does. So it's it doesn't the game makes no sense whatsoever, and it's got some aggravating aspects to it, but. Fuck me if I didn't start liking it after a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You like, can't hate it totally because it's hard as hell. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. And, and not so much in that way where you feel like it's impossible. You feel like you really have a shot, but man, you just you just hope you get the right role yeah. for the game. So you're like, okay, well, hopefully I get a lot of good presence and short, you know... Uh, you know, short distances from here to the elevator. Actually, the part of the game I really like is there's a lot of games where they go to a certain level of craziness and, and weird, and you're like, this is just stupid. And then this this game went to that line, ran the fuck over it, <laughs> and then kept running as fast as it could to get to the really, really fucking crazy, and it kept going past that point. And it's so far beyond crazy and stupid that it starts getting fun again because it's so fucking weird yeah they don't it make really, games like this no ever it, and it is it is just it's completely random and not you know i mean i can go for the uh the actual it's physically actually random thing but it's also just like nothing makes sense nothing that shows up makes sense um the the nerd cloud like the, <laughs> the four nerds on the little floaty clouds run just, just run you over yeah. like what the fuck where did that come from why does santa have a jetpack yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck well, that's there's the only a, way he can make it around the world there's one a day. crazy guy walking around as a carrot and you don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy <laughs> until you walk up to him and uh, he's just there to like identify your presence for you you just Isn't pay him he, money okay is he a good guy or a bad yeah he's guy? a good guy Okay, carrot man. He's just he's just pacing around, and thinking. One of the first ones we ran into the hula girl. We're like, sweet hula girl, and oh, we were, the hula girl. And then we realized how bad the hula girl was. In yeah. conjunction with a demon or a swarm of bees, the hula girl. You walk up and you start hulaing and stop. You can't stop, and you hula-ing. can't fucking move. <laughs> and then the bees. The thing about the hula girls is it makes the most sense. Because you end up getting distracted <laughs> by a hot girl right. and end up hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. In an odd way, it actually makes the most sense in the gameplay. Uh, the, the mom pushing the shopping cart with the screaming kid. And the, she has like the fat ankles and the, like, mm-hmm. the little kid making noises and she just kind of runs you over. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And, and chases you all over the fucking place. Or yep. the big hamster and the big... Uh, ball. The ball, oh, the hamster ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, it's really strange because I started playing this game yesterday, and I didn't get too far into it because I was like, "This is just dumb." And that's what <laughs> I was like. I started playing. I was like, "This is dumb," and I can't. I'm not having fun. And I, I died, and or I paused and quit out and realized that it doesn't save. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you start over from scratch every time you start to play, and you have it's to old make school. it. Yeah, you have to make it. You have to find all ten parts of your spaceship in one go. I've never been able to do it. Yeah, and um, and then so I put it down, and I had some other shit that I needed to take care of yesterday. So then I uh, played it today. Shoop and I got together, and we played it today um, co-op. And I started out, and I was like, God, it moves so slow. And the controls are so awkward, and the shit doesn't make sense. Oh, I opened a present, and it's got rocket skates in. Fuck, I fell off the thing. (laughs) Oh, I found an elevator. Oh, shit, I got the left megawatt speaker. Yes. Fuck, we got to find the next elevator. Let's go. Like, you know, (laughs) it's just like... Exactly. It's it's better co-op. It's so much better co-op. 
And the cool thing about this game is it, it was one of the first games where it's like if you split up, it'll just turn split screen. You guys yeah. can go on your merry yeah. way. So you really don't have to cooperate if you don't want to. Yeah, and you're not stuck in that one of those scenarios where like one person is pressing against the left edge of the screen like and the other is pressing against the right, and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... Um, playing it co-op was, was surprisingly, eventually, surprisingly fun, and it's that's one of the weird things. Is like it's not fun when you start at all because you have no effing clue what you're doing. Yeah, but then eventually you're just kind of like you you realize you have been sucked in, right? <laughs> like, and you don't. It's it's very subtle because you're like you start the game off and you're like, well, fuck it, I'll just play a little bit more to see what it's like, and then eventually you're just playing, and then you have this realization. You're like, I've been playing this game for four hours. You know, <laughs> just like yeah, and um, it's uh, it's really difficult. I don't know. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. Did you did you ever play this as a kid? Never. I really? heard of it. Am I the only one? You I were think the only I, one. I think you're the only one of the three of us right. who played. I have it a little as a story kid. about this one actually. Oh, good. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> she was just looking for any reason not to talk. Uh, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> you begged me. I came. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, before I got a, a Genesis, uh, I had a friend who had a Genesis. He had this game, and we'd play it a lot. And then eventually, I got a Genesis, and we had the whole. Did you guys ever have the the video game trade as a kid? Yeah, you know, yes. like from your like Absolutely. ten to thirteen, yes. you'd be you'd just be like, "Look, I played the shit out of this. Do you want it? And I'll take one of your games that you've played the shit out of, oh, yeah. and we'll just trade." I traded Chess Master for Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I think nice. I got the better end of that deal. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was always fun, like trying to trade the games that no one had ever heard of. Like, yeah, I, tra- I remember I traded like Herzog Svi for. Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures or something like that. I never traded wow. back. <laughs> of course not, because <laughs> I didn't understand her socks by. Yeah, at all. Mike Mike Rose, who was on the show once, Big Mike, like he's the only person I've ever met that was like, it's like he's a humongous Herzog Spy fan, and I could never, I never got into Herzog Spy. I understood so. it. Yeah, I'm, I didn't either. I'm sure if they remade it, I'd probably be like, "Whoa, this is awesome! I can't believe how good this was back in the day." But yeah, nah. But yeah. um it's one of those things I traded for, and then I ended up playing it a lot. It's like single player, and I, I really got sick of it because I realized it's a co-op game. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to play it co-op. Otherwise, it's not very fun. I've never found the dance piece. I've never beaten this game. <laughs> like so many other Genesis games that I had, they're just so ridiculously hard. I, I never finished them. Yeah. So, when we do the Kid, uh, Kid Chameleon episode, oh, wow. I yeah. will... I will go for it <laughs> and actually finally finish that I've game. I've actually played Kid Chameleon once ever. I've never I've never finished it. I've never like I didn't even really get that far into it, but I played it once. I was like this game is fucking hard. Yes. So what what do you th- actually think of the game now, Matt? Like cuz you you've kind of piped in little bits and pieces, but you haven't actually told us what you think of the of the actual game yet. Luke trying so hard to get me back into the conversation. Mm-hmm. There's three of us here, dude. <laughs> yeah, you two are doing a great job. Wonderful. Awesome job. You're cheering us on. Yes, cheer. Cheering. Go team. Totally. Um, you want me in pom-poms? Yes. Oh, God, no. Yes. And there's Matt's creepy comment of the show. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have a few more. It's going to be exciting. Well, that's uh, number one on the list today. All right, so. cool. The... Uh, so I probably will never play this game again, uh, but I don't have a negative impression of it. I get the feeling that that's every time you're going to be on the show, that's going to be I your. your you're just like, I'm never going to play classic games ever again. No, 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 no. There's certain games that I will, I will like. Oh God, I have a hankering for it, and I'll just play it nonstop for 24 hours. Like Final Fantasy two or three, I, I was so excited to come on the show and play that game because I just had a hankering to play it, and I really wanted to play it. And it'll, there will be occasional times where I go two or three years, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta play that game. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
So this is not the, one of those games. <laughs> this will never be one of those games. Uh, but it's interesting the 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 the, um, the discussion we've had and, and some of the m- m- mentions that you've made about how this is a Diablo esque game. And I'm realizing how this is one of those games where that this is one of those games where it got started. I'm mm-hmm. sure that whoever uh, the people who created Diablo. Uh, started off with Gauntlet, but this also had influences on how they made that game. When I was reading about this game, they they there were several mentions where they said that it was it was like the one of the influences of the game was a PC game called Rogue. Have anybody has any either of you ever played this game Rogue? No, no. Okay, because like a lot of the stuff that they talked about was it's it's a rogue like uh, you know kind of dungeon crawler game, and I've never I've never even heard of Rogue. So, but apparently that was one of the influences, and yeah. Probably that guy just randomly the one who did the Wikipedia article who was thinking of Rogue and probably the one guy who played Rogue. No, actually he pulled the, well, the Wikipedia article is actually was pulling quotes from magazines from when this came out. They said they were talking about it being a Rogue-like type game. So I'll have to pull up Rogue and find out what the fuck it is at at some point. I'm sure it's freeware somewhere. Yeah, I could have probably done some more research, but you know what, that's, I'm lazy. But it sounds like something that would be completely different than this game because this game is nothing like anything else really it has yeah. so far craziness the, the only the only diablo comparison that i can really make is that it's randomly generated levels and you're basically trying to go level to level to level and either find stuff or, or finish well, the quote-unquote dungeon it's a randomly created level you actually have the top-down view mm-hmm. you also have mobs that you're trying to kill or get away from uh, you have treasure you're trying to acquire mm-hmm. you don't know how good the treasure is until you pick it up yeah. So there's a lot of comparisons. You don't, you don't even know how good it is until you use it, and it could kill you <laughs> randomly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, so it's a little bit more far-fetched, but that it luckily has been taken away because we don't ever want games where you can randomly be killed by treasure you pick up. Yeah. It's fine to have treasure that will do something to you negatively that you could solve. Yeah. Right, but there's literally like I don't know what the fuck that item was that you opened on us, uh, but it was like he he open it. We dead. hit we hit the random thing, so we didn't know what any of our presents was. He opened one of the presents. We both died. Just done. Like no <laughs> it's just instant death. Yeah, no warning, no nothing. Like just yeah. died. There's also one that's like a rain cloud. Yeah, we got that one too, and uh, couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. You can't. It's just, it's just it times time. out. It, so you just run around and get shocked by lightning until either it times out or you die, or the yeah. rain of tomatoes that you saw me get a couple times, yeah. <laughs> which which can work to your advantage actually. That that it hurts enemies as yeah. well. Oh really? Oh yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of a. It, in fact, it's pretty useful sometimes when you have a lot of enemies, like in a in a small area, and you don't mind taking just a little bit of damage from the tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Because like two or three tomatoes will kill pretty much anything, especially the the cupid. You know, yeah, there's really no way to kill that thing. Unless yeah. tomatoes are falling from the sky. Exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty much the only way to solve that issue. Wow, this game is coming together and making more and more sense to me now. Because <laughs> when we got it earlier, we did, there were no enemies on screen. So we just like, it's raining fucking tomatoes. <laughs> and Shoop's like, I wonder what would happen if you tried to catch one. And he's like, tries to catch one and hits him and he dies. It's like, all right, I guess that's a bad thing. So that's like me jumping in the water and not realizing. Like I jumped <laughs> hey. in the water and I'm like, oh, cool. I got little bubbles and I'm swinging, swimming. And I had completely ignored the fact that my life bar is steadily decreasing. Yep. And she was like, you're, you're going to die. You're going to die. I'm like, why am I going to die? He's like, look at your life bar. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I turn around and get, on the, get back on land and failed. 
and then I come back to life, and it dumps me back in the water exactly where I died. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, so, so if you're like, trying to traverse an ocean, it's just like I think you can get scuba gear, though. It's the thing you can get a you can get. A, we got a floating ducky, oh, the inflatable right. ducky right. that you can float on. That yeah. was so awesome. Although we never did try to get the eaten by the shark, I really still want to do that. Yeah, that's true. There was one water that had sharks in it, and yeah, never... I think it just. You get hit by uh, by the fin over and over again. You don't actually see the shark head. Oh, it doesn't actually pop lame. up out of the water. And yeah, I wanted to get eaten by a shark. Yeah. <laughs> the the other thing that that aggravate does aggravate me a little bit about this game is the invisible paths, where you don't really. There's no indication of what will open one up at all. You just walk around the perimeter of an island, and all of a sudden, a path to somewhere else opens up. And there's all kinds of dead ends, too. Yeah. Especially in the randomly generated levels where it'll just open up and you don't know where it's going and it'll might dead end. And then, um, so trying to, sometimes trying to find your way to a part of the level that you've not been to yet is aggravating as shit. Because the other thing that, that I found is that it's not all. When you fall off of one level to the lower level, you don't where fall you fall. Yeah, spot. where you fall off doesn't necessarily <laughs> correspond to where you land, which is which is aggravating because you know, like if you're if you can't get to the lower right corner of a particular map, so you go up a level and you get to the lower right corner of that map and drop, and it doesn't drop you into the area where you thought you would go. That's it's kind of frustrating uh, to some degree, um, so, and especially if you can't, you know, like. Yeah, you can get rocket boots and you can jump over things, uh, Icarus, your, right, wings. Icarus wings or whatever. But if but you don't you have any, use of those them items, in the right scenario yeah. ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, you just use them in a panic. They're like, "Shit, there's a, ba- a hamster in a, an thought, ice cream truck. Let's go!" <laughs> I thought watching Shoop try and traverse quicksand while there was a hula girl at the edge was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> Did that you fall through? Sucked. No, I actually luckily never fell through, but huh. I, only my eyes were showing. Yeah, oh. wow. <laughs> he'd he'd walk two steps and then start hooling <laughs> and, and sinking, sinking as he's down. going. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to go. I want to go. Come on, stop hooling! And I figured out the hula amount is completely random. How much yeah. you're gonna hula? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of this game that's fucking random. Like that was the uh, that was the point. It's though. just like, hey, we've got these cool things. Let's throw them all together in a the game. game that's and, completely unpredictable. And the, you 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 wonder if the guys that created this game because it was is a f- independently developed game by two guys who got together and decided, hey, this is kind of cool. You got to wonder if they just got together and they went, okay, we'll make it randomly generated levels, uh, random items. Um, I've designed a whole shitload of these weird ass enemies. What's the point? <laughs> you know? yeah. No, no, no. The guy was tripping on acid, made up the entire game, and then they polished it actually pretty decently well. <laughs> yeah. But it's, they, it, the, the thing is, I think it's probably a response to games where you basically can just remember everything about it and just becomes muscle memory like Mario. Yeah, yeah. So like that, where this game is so unbelievably unpredictable that you can't really react to all of the different situations yeah you just kind of have to adapt as you go and sort of you know figure your way your way out of things because you're pretty much helpless through 90 percent of the game yeah exactly you know like you don't really you're, you don't start with any weapons ever mm-hmm. you you get uh um, the weapons you high get tops. are pretty bad yeah you get high tops and that's only so you can escape really bad scenarios <laughs> maybe yeah you know and I, I ended up using up the high tops way too soon and not like not having them available for uh, most of the rest of the game. And I never found any more either. Like I found rocket shoes and, and Icarus wings and stuff, but never found any high tops anymore. So I don't know. I I think 
after playing it for the now, I, I mean, I only probably put about three hours of gameplay into this game, maybe four, because uh, it was such short notice. And I get the feeling that it, it's only probably maybe takes like six or seven to get through if you actually manage to get up levels and get all the parts. Uh, it feels like it would probably be about six or seven hours long. Oh, less um, than that. So you could probably get through this in two, three hours, maybe. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I played it for today. We played it for about two hours grand total, and only yeah. got like f- we between. Didn't have a clue what we're you're doing. like level thirteen, yeah. and got four of the yeah, I think ten parts of the ship. Yeah, I think if you know what you're doing and you get a really good roll, uh, yeah, probably like two or three hours. Yeah, and you you actually can manage your way through it. I want to say that I will play this again, but I don't think I will. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm going to go back to it and be like, oh, I just have some itch to get to build my fucking ship and decide to go do it. And I, I just, it's not one of those games that's going to suck me in and draw, you know, draw that out in me playing it. Multiplayer w- interested me. And that was, yeah. that might be something that I would do on a board. If I, if I have nothing else to do and have somebody around, I'll be like, Hey, let's play this co-op for a little bit. I'd love to see a remastered version of this game. Yeah. I with better, like cleaner graphics, you know, four players, maybe, um, that would be cool. More enemies. Yeah, four players would be cool. Yeah. Did any of you play uh, the Xbox one that came out, the number three? Oh, God. It's terrible. Really? Just awful, yeah. They tried to do the same, like, 3D elements, but then they they mo- they modernized the whole hip-hop culture thing, and it just became really annoying, so it was like a like a alien version of Bratz. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they added new characters that just weren't likable at all, and... They shouldn't modernize it. the hip hop culture thing. They should leave it as 1991's hip hop, yes. you know, cheesy hip hop yes. culture. Yeah, like that's beatboxes and like yeah, seriously, pants and <laughs> yeah, high tops. And that's exactly what they should do. Freaking like buzzing stuff in the side of your head. Yeah, you know, you get Big, a haircut. Giant and stuff. flat tops. You yes. know, yeah, like the whole kid and play. Look. Yeah, ridiculous like prime colors all over the place and yeah. just stupid patterns. Every time you get in an elevator in this thing, I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> like, <laughs> just these... like yellow and blue tornadoes and like, and like red s- and gray eyeballs. Just going really fast across the screen. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it definitely is better than I thought it was going to be from when I played it, when I picked it up the first time. It, like picking it up a second time and playing some co-op, I was like, oh, okay, this game is actually kind of fun. Um, I could see it being a decent diversion for a couple hours. I don't. I, I don't think I'll ever finish. Um, but we'll see. You know. I mean, what do you guys actually think about the game? Um, I like it. I'll probably play it again randomly with some friends if they, you know, we're bored. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing else to do, which is kind of the case with last weekend. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, no, probably the only reason I'd ever pick it up again. Somebody saw it. They're like, "Hey, I really want to play this," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, fine." It's not something I would object against, it, but it's not something I would pick up. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty solid meh from all of us at this point. Yep. Um, it's it's definitely not a bad game, but it's definitely got some problems, and it's really dated, uh, which it's, which actually kind of works in its favor in some ways. Like, the, the hip-hop culture part of it is actually pretty goddamn funny. Um, and the music is actually really good in the game, too. Like, it's, it's it gets a little repetitive after a while, but... Um, yeah, I think it's only, it's like, two bad. or three songs. Yeah. Hopefully, um, like you said, if they if they remade it and made it like four player and added some features and stuff, it might actually be pretty cool. Uh, because of the uh, the rights to this game, like the guy that originally made it owns the rights. Sega doesn't own the rights, and uh, Microsoft. It's um, it doesn't. Uh, it's not 
out anywhere else. Like it's not in the Genesis Ultimate collection, as far as I can tell, um, unless it's an unlockable game, which I don't know. But um, and it's it hasn't been really re-released anywhere but Virtual Console. They've been talking about doing it on XBLA, but that's been for like two or three years, and it's never happened. So really, the only way that you can get this is the original and the uh, the Virtual Console version. Um, so uh, and I, you know, I. Did did either of you play two? Like I, I was No, I've never played two. Never played two. Okay. I've heard it's good. It's different. Really? It's a side scrolling game and you're actually on the planet because you actually made it back apparently from the first game and <laughs> the, the earthlings have invaded your home planet now. It's a side scroller? Yeah, it's a side scroller. It's not a isometric. They made it completely different. Kill the earthlings. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. It was it was less well received than the first, and then the third one was just garbage. So yeah. Uh, since the last real podcast, because we've done six of the last seven podcasts have been quote unquote format breaking. Like uh, cons or uh, things like that between it's like packs. It's becoming the, the the side format, really. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, when con season comes around, especially with with packs and PRGE being so close together and both basically relating to the show, I, th- I have a feeling that this time of year, every year, is going to be kind of a a format breaking where we just bullshit about the cons. But um, so the last game that we did was actually uh, Super Metroid, um, and which I missed. <sighs> yeah. You jackass. I totally was the one who suggested it, and then I just didn't make it. Yeah. Um, so since the last real podcast before the con season started, there have actually been three virtual console releases. Um, Euphoria, the saga. I've never even heard of this game. You guys know anything about it? No. Christina would know something about it, she but she's would. not here. Maybe she can pipe in next week or next show when she's hopefully feeling better. Uh, Samurai Showdown 3, which... Um, I'm a huge Samurai Showdown nut, and normally, like, all of the hardcore, like, purist Samurai Showdown nuts hate 3. Hate it. I don't understand why. Like, I like it. It was the first game where they actually changed a lot of the sprites in the game. Um, yeah. Kind of made it look cooler. They had two different, like, alignments. The slash and bust. Yeah, yeah. so either good or evil for each character. Right. And completely changed their movesets, which was a completely different... Yeah. way of doing a fighting game mm-hmm. they actually told you the counter system yeah yeah like yeah. you know so like it was the first game to actually introduce like if you throw out a move and you miss and you get hit in the middle of that you take more damage than you normally would mm-hmm. so something that guilty gear and blaze blue have followed up with yeah i'm a i'm a big sam show fan and i i like three just fine i mean it's not not as good as two two is two still kind of the pinnacle of the series for me yeah. um i've played four and five and five is really good and it's really pretty too um yeah. it kind of it it comes close to rivaling um last blade but last blade's still a little better but um last blade is weird it's really weird yeah. uh but sam show three uh braids of bread because um, that's, <laughs> that's what the voiceover makes it sound like. Brains of Brains of Brains of that's also the one that still has the it has the badly, really really bad translation errors. So when you beat when you win a fight, it actually says victory, like text spelled out with an L, yeah. victory. Um, 
So, and then uh, Arrow the Acrobat 2. And it, it's weird. Arrow the Acrobat came out just a couple months ago on VC, and then they uh, pulled two out as well. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm actually a pretty big fan of Arrow the Acrobat. I thought those games were really fun on the Super NES. Um, they're not the best platformers on the planet, but they're. Um, they have some interesting elements to them. Some f- the flying element in the game is pretty fun. So uh, I never got into them. Really? No. But you, Matt? Have yep. you played any of the three of these games? Uh, Samurai Showdown 2 was pretty much the only showdown I played. Oh, yeah. That's all the virtual console releases. Uh, I'm not sure of the prices because I didn't check them. Uh, Air of the Acrobat's a Super NES game, so it'll. Uh, I think all the Super NES games are 800 points. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Show Three is a Neo Geo. I don't know what the Neo Geo is released. Nine hundred, nine hundred, yep. and I have I don't even know what the fuck Euphoria the Saga is, so I wouldn't be able to tell you how much it costs. Um, there have been a couple of like uh, retro style game, re- or there are upcoming a couple of uh, retro style releases. Sonic Four Episode One, um, just they just announced the release date. It's all beginning of October, uh, so October seventh on iPhone, um, October eleventh on WiiWare, October thirteenth on XBLA. Uh, and October twelfth on PSN, it's fifteen That's bucks. So weird, they're releasing it on iPhone first. Yeah, it's really strange. Huh. Um, uh, the iPhone version was the only one I couldn't find a price for. It's fifteen bucks across the board on all the other consoles. Call you fifteen dollars. Um, so I hope not because the iPhone is terrible for controlling those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like Sonic, like I, I played Sonic Four at PAX a little bit, and um, I played the. I think they were demoing the Xbox Live version, mm-hmm. and um, if you like Sonic, it's a great Sonic game. Um, I'm, you know, everybody kind of knows from the Sonic episode that I'm not a fan of Sonic at all. But um, the thing that scares me about this particular game is the the whole episode one thing. It's fifteen bucks for a Sonic game, and fifteen bucks for a Sonic game is fine. But when you start saying episode one, it makes me think that I'm not going to get a whole Sonic game. And that yeah, you're gonna and, end up paying fifty dollars for a complete right. game. Like if they're gonna come out with three or four episodes, and I'm gonna be paid forty five or sixty bucks for for a side scrolling Sonic game, that ma- that worries me. Nice try, Sega. Nice try. Yeah, seriously. I'm going to pass on this one actually completely. Like I love Sonic games. I'm glad they're doing a fourth one. It's just that. I'm, like Sonic is pretty much dead to me now, like because it's it's the 3D versions are, have yeah tainted the the yeah. the canon so much. Which is which is, I will play the devil's advocate in that respect for a minute and say that this version I think is an attempt to back off on that because it's actually it is old school side scrolling. It's it's 2.5D, but mm-hmm. but it's actually one of the better looking 2.5D games that I've ever seen. Yeah, and the gameplay is very pretty well handled like the controls feel very much like sonic controls which i don't like but people do so um eh. feels like a good game i i think uh i'm going to pass on this one just because of the marketing scheme that they're trying to pull on people like me who likes the side scrolling one and has been demanding one forever yeah and now they finally did it, but they're like, oh, it's oh, going to cost you. Yeah, it's going to be episode <laughs> one. Go we're gonna, fuck yourself. We're going to bleed you dry real slow. Yeah. But then the next thing. The next coming. thing is coming on October 5th is NBA Jam. Fuck yes. Uh, it comes out on the Wii uh, on October 5th. And I actually played uh, I played the Wii version at PAX as well, and it's really good. It's yeah. really good. I, I uh, got in a little tournament there while we were, we were there, and it was really fun. I was playing four players, and God, it, it's just 
that's just a fun game. It really is. It doesn't matter if you like basketball or hate basketball. Because I'm yeah. not a basketball fan. I don't care. It's just fun. When I was at Portland Retro, that's actually I bought a Genesis originally just so that I could play uh, Haunting Starring Poltergeist, uh-huh. and uh, I ended up picking up NBA Jam Tournament Edition for mm-hmm. the for the Genesis because I realized while I was there that NBA Jam, the old version of NBA Jam, is never going to be re released. Nope. No, because there's no way in hell that all those NBA players from back then are going to let them reuse their images to re-release the game. Unless they got a and huge cut. Exactly. So that game is never coming back out. And the new one is fun and it's great, but I still want to play the old school version again. Yeah, but um, it's it's just as, like, the the newer one is the old one with just added stuff. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's is. got the photoshopped you know faces and heads yeah, it looks so <laughs> surreal like this it's is... like awkward angles when yeah. their heads are turned at weird things yeah um i found out today also i read an article about how um ea decided to delay the release of um nba elite 11 so originally the playstation network and xbla versions of this game of nba jam were going to come out as a um an addition to nba elite 11 but because EA decided to delay the release of NBA Elite 11, now it looks like they've made the, EA's made the decision that they're going to go ahead and release NBA Jam for the PSN and XBLA uh, as standalone games, um, downloadables, which is cool. They don't have any pricing or release date information on those, but uh, they said holiday season this year. So mm-hmm. um, I had heard somewhere that the that the PSN and XBLA versions were were kind of a gimped version, though, that they didn't have all the features that the Wii version had because right. of the fact they were going to be like an add-on. It's not, it wasn't a full version of the game. So hmm. um, if that's true, then I'm probably just going to buy it on the Wii because like, I want a whole game, you know, and I want all the all the stuff. And really, to be honest, with the graphical style of this game, it doesn't really fucking matter if it's in HD or not. No. So <laughs> um, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty good. Just as as is, you know. It's weird. NBA Jam is one of the few sports games I am excited to play. Yeah. There's this NBA Jam and... uh, NFL Blitz. Super Tech Mobile are probably the yeah. only two games in the w- w- in the history of t- sports games at all that I like to play. Did and you see the Tech Mobile remake they did? I did not. Like the throwback? The thro- Tech Mobile throwback? They put it out on XPLA? I don't think it's out on PSN yet, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and it's supposed to be Tech Mobile, like it's just like Super Tech Mobile. So it's like, um, but I haven't, I haven't actually tried to play it yet. Paper, rock, scissors on the gridiron. Yeah, is <laughs> all that is. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big sports game fan either. There's some, there's certain ones that I like. Like, um, I really liked the first two uh, NBA Street games. Oh, Those yeah. were actually really fun. Once they got past like the first two, like yeah. the, the game just went to the, shit. The third one um, and then the one on PSP were just... Yeah, they were just weren't good. Yeah, and then they tried to do the soccer spinoffs, like the... Uh, FIFA Street. FIFA Street. I never liked those. NFL Street was awful. Oh, God. Oh, so bad. I, remember that. I was like, oh, right, you freaking finally a Blitz clone, and then it wasn't even and close. And EA... EA the the reason why NBA Street worked was because EA whoever developed it at EA I think I think the first two were actually done by EA Sports Big mm-hmm. who were the guys that did like the SSX, SSX yeah. and and uh, mo- or Snopes what the fuck was that snow snowmobile game that they did oh, I don't know. Um, yeah anyway um, and they were fun they were arcadey and they yeah. were they weren't a simulation and you didn't have to do crazy shit to make it work but when nfl street came out it was like okay we're going to make a 5 on 5 football game but they still put way too many plays in and they put way too many like sim style features you can make your own plays they made the cl- they made the play control too 
sim like it was too it was basically looked like it was built on the Madden engine with yeah. a few little tiny tweaks which made it terrible because it wasn't it didn't feel like blitz which is what I wanted I wanted something arcadey which had you know over the top shit in it I could set the football on fire if I wanted you know that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff so yeah I was really hoping that uh, if NBA Jam does really well that they would buy up the rights to blitz but I think I think 2K owns those now I don't know. Maybe it was still Midway. I think Midway was still ma- making Blitz. The last Blitz the League game, I think, was one of the last games that Midway released before they tanked. Yeah. And um, that would be great if they bought the rights to the, to the Blitz franchise and because actually put NFL players yeah, in there. Because it was um, all pro football was the right. one that 2K tried to do. Oh, um, that's right. Okay. And then and then there was Backbreaker, which is a separate, like, not that actually looks kind of cool. I've heard that it's actually a really decent. If you like, just wanting to play a football sim, it's actually a really decent football sim. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have real teams in it, nope. or players. So it had like um, a real physics engine, kind of like skate, yeah. and and you know you could do like you could juke and like it's got a really cool camera angle. You mm-hmm. can you can like have total control of whatever player you you've got. And, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna buy NBA Jam. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't like Sonic, so Sonic Four is not going to be on my list. But um, and I, I would buy Sam Show Three if I didn't have it for my actual MVS. So <laughs> there's no really point. no I mean, point. In really no that. point. And not to mention, I think I still have my PS2 copy of the Sam Show Anthology. Oh yeah. So like, why would I ever buy it? Mm-hmm. But if you have a Wii and you want Sam Show, that's a great place to get it. Air um, of the Acrobat's good too. Um, you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on before we take off? Mm, I don't know. Do we have any idea what the next game is? Uh, no, we don't. I, it's probably going to be haunting uh, because hopefully Christina will be back by the time the next show rolls around. I get a chance to play it. So um, I, I think we had already discussed. I don't know if I actually talked about this on the show, but I think we have discussed uh, axing the random game draw because uh, yep. it, from a planning standpoint from our side, it it doesn't it doesn't really help us at all. It doesn't give us enough time to look look forward to something or figure out kind of what kind of mood we're in. And there have been a couple of shows that we drew a random game and, it, and none of us wanted to do Not it. So when we did the show, it ended up being kind of like we were all very down on it and kind of meh. Yeah. So yeah. I think if we I think we're going to just plan out. We'll, we'll still decide kind of like on the fly. But it, when we're deciding on the fly and making the decision, we can actually pick something that we're all even if it's not a game we like it might be something that we want to do on the show so it'll it'll make for better discussion i think i think that whole random draw thing was because we were so indecisive after a few episodes yeah and they're like okay well, well then we'll force the decision right with, with the bag and then after we did that we all started coming up with better ideas of what exactly. we want to do like, they're like i don't want to do that game let's do this game instead because that's freaking awesome and then, yeah. yeah so yeah i think um th- the plan right now is for the next episode to be Haunting Starring Poltergeist, uh, and if that changes, then of course we'll post it to the website and let people know. But um, uh, hopefully, my my idea is that hopefully I will be able to do I will be able to announce what game we're doing at least a week in advance and be able to say, okay, we're, this is the one we're going to do on the next show, and then give people time to uh, ask us questions and get some stuff posted. Um, we didn't get any questions for Haunting or. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Guys, you're out there listening. I know. I've looked at our download stats. So there's there's people out there listening, and I don't give a rat's ass if you're you're one of my friends and you're listening to the show, or Pat's friends and you're listening to the show. Send us questions. We want to read them on the show. Um, we haven't gotten a question from William Leonard or KH Mixer X in a while. Um, yeah, what the hell, guys? And uh, where the hell are you guys? Uh, we haven't gotten a, um, we haven't gotten questions from any of the people who 
we're almost our regulars at the beginning, but mm-hmm. uh, send us questions. We want to hear them. So, so for the next show, expect uh, Haunting Starring Poltergeist, unless I say otherwise, and uh, rate us on iTunes. Um, again, we haven't gotten any new ratings in a while, and it could always, couldn't hurt. Um, rate us on the Zoom Marketplace as well if you can figure out how to do that. I still haven't figured out how to do that. I don't what? think anybody rating on the Zoom Marketplace or putting reviews up there. I don't Shh. think anybody knows how to use the Zoom Marketplace. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at After the Fact Pod. Feel free to at reply to anything that we put up there. Feel free to follow us. I think I still only have like 14 followers on Twitter. Um, hopefully we'll get a few more. Uh, join our Facebook group, After the Fact Podcast. Um, there's also a Geekerific uh, page up there that doesn't get updated hardly at all. Uh, so you can go ahead and like our Geekerific page if you like. Join the forums at www.geekerific.com. Uh, I'll spell it one more time. G-E-E-K-E-R-I-F-I-C. And if you have any questions or comments or you want to talk about the show, uh, throw them up on the forums for us. Uh, start discussions up there. We're looking for you know more members and more discussions. Um, email us. You can also email us questions or comments at afterthefact@geekerific.com. And I'm thinking sometime in the next few shows I want to set up a contest of some sort. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I don't know what it's going to be for. I will find a game or a game system and we'll put together a package for people and then we'll find some sort of contest uh, that everybody can participate in. But I think um, one of the contests that I might want to put together is a, a, recru- a recruiting contest. Oh, like People have to recruit listeners ooh. and those listeners have to... Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I got an idea for this. Really? What do you got? Let's hear it. Well, I was thinking like we make a flyer, right? And it's like if you print out this flyer and hand it to X number of people and you get X number of fans under your tag because you get it like a little tag or something like that, uh, then you win something. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to start doing contests and start figuring out ways to, to draw new listeners and um, get you guys more involved in the show. Uh, but if you want to be involved, fire us questions, tell us comments, tell us what you want to see and hear. Uh, Matt, what do you want to see and hear on the show? Brains. All right. <laughs> you Thanks, just totally Matt. derailed me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, yes. He's thinking uh, about lunch. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I want to see a sandwich in front of me instead of this microphone. Um, chocolate, yummy. Brain uh, sandwich. Oh, I think I've gotten through all of that stuff. That was uh, the world's longest cleanup, man. Yeah, it really was. Uh, the important part of all of the cleanup is go to www.geekerific.com and uh, take a look at the site, uh, listen to the show. Ask and questions. Ask a bunch of questions so that we can get some fan participation. I am Luke. Uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Patrick. Hiya. And we're out. Bye. Bye.